Okay, so we should be good. Yeah, we should be good now. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the MMA Cover Podcast. I am your host. Wow, it echoes in this room. This isn't... Yeah, this is completely different. Um, so, obviously, um, we, were, we were talking fights. We were covering fights. And... Uh, so we had uh, Magni Kiesa. That that's already over with. Uh, Kiesa clearly got the win. That yep. was that was a little weird. Uh, then we had some of our favorites, but now now we look forward to Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier too. And for that one, man, I I don't even. You know what's the sad thing about that card is I don't even know like any of the other fights on it. I only know Dustin Poirier. Conor McGregor, Dan Hooker. Yeah, I don't know like any of the other card, like any of the other fights that are on this card. So, yeah. real quick, I just want to go see what else we have to look forward to. So we got uh, Jessica Ides versus uh, John. Uh, what is that? Calendarwood. I probably butchered that, but yeah. Uh, Wow, so there's really not really that yeah, many. Yeah, Joanne Calderwood, uh, she's a Scottish fighter. Oh, is she a Scottish fighter? Yeah. Okay, well, she definitely has... I mean, she definitely doesn't really have the reach or the height. I mean, they're yeah. both kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, So then we have Amanda Rebus versus Maria... Rodriguez. Okay, so th- this card's kind of just kind of lame from the beginning. But what do we have on the prelim side of things? Got Brad Tavares fighting. Yeah, that that should be kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And nothing, nothing really else. Okay, and then obviously February sixth we have uh Alistair Overeem versus Alexander Olenek, and then Kamal Usman versus Burns. Wow, they actually, they actually finally set it up. Who is this one yeah. loss that Burns has a loss against? Who is that? Let's find out who this is. What if? What are the chances of Damon Maya making a return to the welterweight division? Um, I do not know. I don't really think it'll happen. You know, just because it's Damon Maya, yeah. or uh, yeah, but uh, he, he he's a no he's a no fighter that's passed. Way past these Yeah, you know, and it's like a lot. I know a lot of people are like really hoping for for something interesting this year to happen in the welterweight division. Since you know, last year we had, you know, last year we had just that one welterweight fight. You know, just just that one title defense from tomorrow. You knew, you know, but yeah, I don't know, man. You know, there's a so going into going into this uh into this into 257 uh i gotta get your final predictions for uh for pretty much every fight on the card so i mean i gotta get your prediction for dustin and connor uh my prediction is i think connor will come out in the first round um throw a lot of feints and uh try and set up the left hand and i think in the second round he will finally collect with the left hand and uh, maybe TKO or knockout Dustin Poirier. So you think Connor? Yeah, second round knockout. 
All right. What about uh, Hooker and Chandler? Um, I think it will be. I think it's going to be closer than people think on the ground. I so think, I mean, I think we're going to we, get a lot of cuts in that fight, like cuts to the face. We know Chandler as the wrestler that he is. Yeah. And he said in an interview recently that he was going to show. He was going to show people the style of all-American wrestling, basically, is what he said. Yeah. And uh, that it's something that Khabib should be worried about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. But... Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't really know about that either. You know, it's it's Khabib. So you can't really yeah. kind of can't really tell Khabib anything because Khabib is Khabib. But uh, yeah. yeah, dude, uh, we have I mean, obviously, we don't really have like too much to talk about in this episode other than, yeah. you know, recapping uh, Magni and Kiesa and jumping further back to that, recapping Holloway and Cater. Yeah. But, um, thoughts, on, thoughts on Kiesa and Magni? Um, uh, it was all right. It was an all right fight, but um, could have been better. I thought Neil Magni would win the fight, but it was a bit of a weird fight, and the styles didn't really match as well. But it it was a decent fight, you know. And I'm and I'm I'm confident in on saying that you know I don't think. Obviously, we heard. Obviously, we heard Kiesa after the fight. He told Kobe Covington that the election was over and that to fight him. I don't yeah. really think uh, matchmaking thinks of that as a as a good bout, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah it is in some sense, but um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't really think it is. Yeah, yeah, I think Kobe Covington will easily win that. Oh yeah, that uh, yeah, because you know it's it's Kiesa's first time being back. Back, yeah, because obviously people getting... don't give uh, Kobe enough props, but he. He deserved more props, Kobe, because he, he he's a he's a good fighter and he's a world class fighter. But just because he's political beliefs, people don't believe he's a good fighter. You know, and I think I think why most people don't like Colby Covington is is the, is his character that that he tends to be. You know, people don't yeah. people don't like you know bringing political into uh into sports like this and obviously yeah. stuff like that. And he definitely is somebody that keeps pushing the button over and over and over and over again until finally that person has had enough of it and is like, okay, dude, like you want to go five rounds or four rounds in the octagon? Let's go. And yeah, that's, that's the thing, you know, you look at, you look at some of his older highlights when, when he was champion and you can definitely tell like, oh yeah, he's, he's just doing this to bring a crowd into the UFC, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, other than that, uh, I thought the Kiesa and Magni card was kind of slow. Uh, only yeah, only so many good knockouts on there, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, another another fight that I wanted to talk about was uh was one that Dana actually picked uh when he did the, you know, obviously when Dana stands in front of his little whiteboard with all the fighters, the fights that you might not know about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana picked out this uh, Francis. Uh, Figueredo versus uh Rivera, and I gotta say, 
I'm really glad I tuned into that fight right there because that fight was a it was a prelim card, but it was really one of those fights that you know the Figueredo kid I think has has power to go and do anything, you know, as as yeah. he moves forward in this division, you know, whatever division yeah. that was in. But uh, but yeah, so far UFC UFC's been on a roll lately, you know, with with what they're yeah. doing, you know. Uh, yeah, they've been getting out a lot of events and fights, and it's just it's good to see the UFC back, considering where it was a year ago. Yeah, considering to to where it was a year ago, and uh, right now on uh, right now if you have uh ESPN Plus, there's a really cool segment on there talking about um, it's called Fight Island, uh, Fight Island Declassified, and it's it's literally about how they've gotten to where they are on fight island and uh i gotta say i started watching it last night and uh wow just some of some of the barriers and and what nevada was thinking and what other places were thinking dana was getting interview offers from from almost every major possible news outlet uh dana was getting called out on things that he was doing things that he shouldn't be doing like dana Dana White really basically gave us the sport of the year last year, you know, and going into this, yeah. you know, yeah. Dana was like, oh, well, all these other sports are stopping. Well, not me. Watch me. Watch what I'm going to do. And, you know, from from Fight Island back from Fight Island last year to now, it I mean, we're a lot safer than what we are from last year to now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and a big example of that is fighters now have fighters now have a new arena, a new venue to yeah. to say to say less about that, you know. Yeah. Versus last time when last Fight Island when they were fighting in in basically a dome with an octagon in there. Yeah. And, and there's more events from last from this time as well. Yeah, so it's like it's like I'm really glad to know I'm really glad to see what UFC is doing. Because UFC is breaking barriers that I don't think other sports could could compete with. Yeah, Dana White was one of the people that pushed the narrative to get to get sports back and get get them back on top all sports, and he really pushed that narrative and he pushed it and pushed it and he finally made it happen. Yeah, and and Dana White, you know, Dana White being the being the person that he is, you know, he wasn't gonna let his company. He wasn't gonna let his company fall, fall down yeah. that down that drain, you yeah. know. And another cool thing in that in that TV series that I was watching last night about it is Dana White. Even even during all of this pandemic, Dana White was still paying fighters, was still paying his staff. Like Dana, be- before before anything, uh, before I started watching UFC again. The first kind of the first times I started, I kind of started to watch it. I always told myself, I was like, oh, I was like, Dana White's just an like Dana White's one of those people that I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't like that guy just by the way he is. Yeah, yeah. But over time, come across as uh, arrogant. Yes, and the first like after a while, man, I started watching more and more, and I was just like, man, I was like, he's not really that bad. Like you know, the man's just protecting his company. You know. Yeah. So uh 
Yeah, very, very crazy to see how far UFC has come from from last year, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. You know, we've had we have some of the greatest fights. You know, some. I mean, the females gave us fight of the year. Yeah. You know that that's insane. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so most 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 of this is just really fights that just kind of interest interest us, you know? Yeah. Uh like I said the Umar New Agrametal fight was was decent enough, you know. Yeah. Kid well, at least makes, he got the submission. You know, Kid makes his debut on uh what is that? January January 20th 2021. Yeah. Khabib made his his debut January 20th 2012 or 2011 wow. 2012. So yeah, you know, for for that to happen, you know, yeah, and go, especially and, when they're both undefeated as well. Yeah, especially yeah when they're undefeated too, you know, and for for Khabib to for Khabib for Khabib to be in his corner, I I respect that, you know, he's your cousin, yeah. he should be. Yeah, there's, there's especially no especially when where where Khabib's at in his career, it, it's it's nice of him to take time out of his own life. And then come back to the UFC just to coach somebody. You know, and and Khabib, I don't, I don't, I mean, I really don't want to say it, but I don't really see Khabib going anywhere. I mean, but if yeah. he does, you know, at least he, at least he's left us a nice, a nice way to, you know, remember Khabib, you know, because yeah, you know, Khabib, Khabib, everybody, I know everybody wants the GSP fight, probably won't happen. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's, you know, that division's starting to kind of get a little, a little twisted, yeah, in its own way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, obviously, like, like I said, kind of not, kind of not a lot to to talk about other than the fact of you know, what what we're looking forward to, you know. I yeah, thought yeah, I in the future. Yeah, you know where where is UFC gonna be at by by next year? You know. Yeah, that's 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 something to look at, definitely. You know, and how is it that how is it that, and you know, another thing is like, how do you see UFC keep improving? You know, UFC is already breaking down a lot of barriers this year alone, let alone. Yeah. So you know, for them to for them to you know have full. Full staff, full camera staff, full media staff, full fighter, full fight staffs, and and referee staffs, and, and announcement team staffs, all in Abu Dhabi, all a hundred percent, making sure that they're safe. You know, obviously over there they must they must have not a super strict guideline of of you know the whole COVID thing, but you know they yeah. must they must have a guideline that they follow. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it's it's like I know for a fact. Obviously, when the fighters get there, they forty eight hour quarantine in their room, but their room, their room is is ready to go. Their room is already set with stuff for them to do. You know, food. And it's, it's a massive room as well. Yeah, it's 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 a massive room where you know and where you know they're set to have you know their stuff. You know, they're set they're yeah. set to go. Yeah, and they're ready to train in the room is and everything. Yeah, so it's like knowing knowing for a fact where where last time 
and I I seen I seen this last time we were at Fight Island, maybe the first time we were at Fight Island. Um, when they were there, I mean, I seen I seen about four UFC fighters who had their who had PlayStation and Xbox right there in the room yeah. sitting there playing games. Yeah, like, that passes time for them, dude. It passes. Yeah. It keeps them keeps them busy. Sometimes when you're playing console as well, it, you can go for days without noticing. Yeah, so it's like, and you know they they asked they asked uh, Connor if you know his his forty eight hour quarantine was hard, and he was like, no. He goes, it was pretty simple. You know, kids yeah, were doing, what the, you know, the kids were doing what the kids were doing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, com- so you know, there's there's just a lot of stuff going on. You know. Yeah. A lot of a lot of good good outcomes coming out of everything that we have going on. Uh, did you also see um, the where the reporter asked Conor McGregor about the Vincent Van Gogh quote? quote. Uh, no, what, what is this? Explain this. Um, so there was a quote uh, that Vincent Van Gogh made uh, many years ago, of course, um, and Conor McGregor re- restated that quote uh, a couple of years back, yeah, and and the quote came to existence because Conor McGregor said uh, he wants his family to live a, a rich life and he wants his kids to be rich all their life, and uh, it put it made Conor a bit emotional, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh no! Wow that that that's very nice. You know, Con- yeah. Conor Conor's changed over the years, man. You know, a lot yeah. of. Yeah, so. A lot of these fighters have, you know. Yeah. You know, from, from seeing from seeing Dustin back then to Dustin now, you know, that Yeah. You they're know, total, they're in totally different places now. You know, yeah, like uh, the biggest thing about, about those two is, you know, they have they have families now. They have yeah. like, kids, yeah. they have little ones, you know. Yeah. Connor Connor and I think what Dustin's fight was in twenty fourteen, the first one. Yeah, and so you know, Connor. That that's Connor when Connor was being wild and throwing yeah. at people and throwing peak dollies trash. at peak yeah, trash. throwing dollies at buses and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, calm down, dude. And you yeah. know, Connor. Connor this morning on the press conference, he he looked really professional. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think he handled the press conference very well. Oh yeah, he he handled the press conference very well. I mean, a lot of us knew. A lot of us knew that that this fight from the beginning was gonna be, um, the fight from the beginning was obviously set to be a uh, charity event, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dustin Poirier's Good Fight Foundation. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, regardless or not, if Connor wins, Connor loses. Dustin wins. Dustin loses. They're still gonna. They're still gonna make enough money to donate to that organization, yeah. which is what I respect the most out of out of both of them. You know, in the end, they both win because they're donating to their charities. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I I respect I respect that a lot between between those two. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, the recent episode of. Or wasn't the recent episode? I think it was episode two. Episode. It was either episode two or the first episode. Um, but when Michael Chandler was on there, they got a they got a small interview with uh they got a small interview 
with uh, Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera was on the Embedded episode. Yeah, yeah, I saw Marlon Vera on there. And uh, he was talking about how in case of a in case of a fallout fight at the apex, he's there to replace somebody. Yeah, that's I cool. was like, oh, I was like, all right, I was like, awesome. So I was like, he's obviously looking for um, fight. He's always, yeah, he's obviously looking for for to be on call for that fight in case something happens. You know. Yeah, and I, and I, especially after. Uh, Everybody knows how how it how it's like to lose, uh, especially after coming off a loss. Marlon Vera is just what wanting to get back in, wanting to fight again, and he and he he wants to stay competitive. Oh yeah, you know, and and when you're at the when you're at the top of that of of the top of that division, man, you you gotta stay as as competitive as you can. You know, you gotta yeah, you gotta be willing to take fights, even even. To the point, if it's these fights are are nobody's who are who are unranked yet, take the fight anyways, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it never it never hurts to have practice. You know, fighting. You know. Yeah. Uh, awesome story right here. Conor McGregor spots Max Holloway skateboarding outside, caught off guard mid interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. You know, I wanna I wanna see this. I want to see this from Max' perspective, from yeah. from his point of view. <laughs> yeah, Max but, uh, was just enjoying life. <laughs> yeah, you know, Max was just enjoying life. You know, on Max Holloway's Twitter, it says, uh, it obviously sh- uh, says uh, shopmaxholloway.com. And it's like he was doing he was doing a promotional shoot for his line of gear yeah. and just somehow happened to pass by the room and, you know, Connor Connor is a very Connor is a very funny guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Here it says, uh, "Will McGregor and Holloway be announced in 2021?" And you get to pick yes or no. I would assume no, but yeah, same. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's cool. It's cool to see how close that you know to see how close Max and Connor are. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. To see uh, the fight as well. But... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So there's this story right here. I don't, I don't know how how legit this story is because obviously I'm pulling stories up as as we're doing this. But it yeah. says uh, Neil Magny issued a classy statement following the loss to Michael Chiesa, loss to Michael Chiesa at UFC, uh, UFC Fight Island Eight. And I don't think he said anything. I mean, I don't think it was bad. Yeah. You know, I do. I do want to check out the. I do want to check out the uh, judges' scorecard. UFC. I do want to check out the judges. Uh, the judges' scorecards. Just, yeah. just those right, you know. Yeah. Cause uh, I I think I think looking over the looking over those cards, man, is is important sometimes, you know. Yeah. But I I really do think Kiesa won that fight fair and square. Oh yeah, without without a doubt, you know yeah. Kiesa Kiesa won that fight. Yeah. You know, and the thing the thing with the uh, the thing with the with the Kiesa and Magni fight is like, you know, you would think Magni was ready. Yeah. You know, and he he didn't really show anything new. You know, yeah. All the 
all the stuff that he showed was was stuff that we had already seen before. Yeah, and well, like I said before, um, Mike Ukiyasu. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh yeah. So here we go. This is the official scorecard for uh for Kiesa and Magni. And uh so uh obviously red corner was Michael Kiesa, blue corner is Neil Magni. And uh the first the first judge was uh Mike Bell and he scored it uh first round first round 10 second round 10 third round 9 fourth round 10 and fifth round 10 for Kiesa yeah for Kiesa's side for Magni's side he scored it first round 9 second round 9 third round 10 fourth round 9 and uh fifth round 9 so giving obviously total uh Kiesa Kiesa had 49 therefore Neil Magni only had 46 yeah. Um, onto the second onto the second um the second judge's scorecard in uh on this side he went and he went and gave uh the first round Kiesa again. Here we'll start on Kiesa's side. He went ahead and gave Kiesa uh ten on the first round, ten on the second, nine on the third, ten on the fourth, and ten on the fifth. Yeah. For an average of 49. So it was 49, 46, 49, 46, all the way pretty much across the board. Yeah, which was pretty fair. Oh, yeah, which is which is fair, you know, because none of them really, you know, there was no point deducts on, on either yeah. side, you know. So they both really put out a good performance, you know. Yeah. And uh, that, that was the result, Micah Kies. Michael Chiesa won by unanimous decision. So, yeah. Wow, that that's pretty crazy. And then these guys, all right here for the co-main, decided to give it a. Uh, Alves won by technical knockout in round one. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, over all of this, I definitely think Chiesa did beat. There's there's yeah, no way you yeah. can no way as as me being a fight fan, there's no way you can be like, oh well I think he lost because this way. No, it doesn't really make sense because yeah, and I and I predicted Magni and I I, I think Kiesa won pretty fairly as well. You know, I, I, I predicted Magni and, and anybody can call me out on this. I mean I'm not picking sides, but I called Magni from the start, yes. During during the fight though as as I was watching it, and I seen the way Kiesa was was planning things out in his mind, Kiesa looked more fluent than Magni did. You know, Magni yeah. Magni was trying to do take- well. yeah. You know, Magni was trying to do takedowns, and then it was like when they got to the ground, Magni had no idea what what he was doing again. Yeah. So uh, so therefore, incredible card. Uh, would I go as far as to say my favorite fight this year? No, not <laughs> not by anything. <laughs> not no by any. No, nowhere near. My favorite fight. I mean, I guess my favorite fight. I I can't even say favorite fight so far of the year. Uh, obviously my favorite fight of the year though, that I think has fight of the year potential already is Holloway and Cater. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. You don't. You don't listen. You don't listen to what. 
to what the judges are saying and dodge Calvin Cater. I'm sorry. There's just no way. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, when uh, Calvin Cater landed good shots as well. Yeah, you know, there's no way you're you're listening to, to what he was saying. To what – I mean, and yeah, I get it. Max Holloway and DC are best friends. But, man, I, I – Let's see. I want to see the. We're gonna we're gonna look at the scorecard real quick for the, for uh, Holloway, Holloway and Cater, man, because I I need to see the scorecard for that one. Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So the Holloway and Cater. Where's the Holloway and Cater card at? Hello. That was Buckley. Uh, where is this one at, dude? It's not on here. It's not showing up. Okay, so anyways, I don't... Yeah, they got it. They wrote it down. So why is it not right there? That's for Carlos Condon. I don't want to see that fight. I want to see the one with... Well, anyways, maybe official scorecards. (laughs) And I I like the fact, you know, I, I like the fact that... UFC is doing this now. Yeah. You know, I love I love the fact that they're finally showing off the the fight cards to, you know, the fans. Yeah. Uh especially the, uh, the scorecards and uh You know, yeah, especially the scorecards, you know, because now obviously for people like me and and people in, in who love this community can finally like, you know, make sense of what they're talking about, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When we get to see the fight card. So the score so the scores were 50-43-50-43 and 50-42 for yeah. number one ranked Max Holloway going 20 uh 22 and 6. Yeah. And uh 50-42 was a bit harsh. You think that's a bit harsh? Yeah. I mean, I I get it. I get it's a bit harsh, you know, but it's it's really like how I was telling everybody, man. This Max Holloway, where was this Max Holloway when he fought Volkanovski the first time? Yeah. Or, yeah. or or the second time on the on the island. Where was this Max Holloway at, man? Like this Max Holloway? Oh, he he definitely would have been crown champion, you yeah. know? Yeah. Cause this Max Holloway, man, he just he had things that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, yeah. His time and his reach, his distance were just was just amazing. It was all it was all really well done, you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm really excited, you know, to see what what happens, you know, this weekend. Nonetheless, you know, because we can, you know, we have the we have the major major event going on. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, is there anything you know you wanna you wanna call out? Anything you wanna talk about? Any, um, anything you anything you really like wanna we, get my on? I feel like we covered everything. Yeah, I, I I would say we covered everything to to pretty much a good a good extent, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, in, in that case of not having nothing else to cover um obviously uh mo- most of these people 
should yeah. be keeping an eye on my TikTok in case you guys want to see live fight coverage because that's where I do most of it. Uh, Instagram is the same as the podcast and the um, TikTok. You know, it's all it's all set up all over there. If you guys are curious, click it. But uh, from from this point in time, I guess we shall call it a wrap. You know. Yep. And thanks uh, so much again, man. Oh, dude, anytime, man. You know, and um. Obviously, guys, we'll be back on either Wednesday or Thursday to cover uh, Dustin Poirier and, and Max Holloway. Or, oh, wow, Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway. <laughs> uh, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, and all things fight coverage related. Uh, this episode was kind of slow. I know. Not that much to cover, though. So, yeah, not that much to cover. There'll be a yeah, lot to cover next week. Not, not that much to cover. Uh, obviously, going into next week, you guys already know there'll be a lot to cover. Uh, we'll have multiple uh, multiple stories. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me signing off. I'm signing off. You're signing off. And, uh, yeah. yeah, see you guys in the next episode. Thanks, man.